0: Hello and welcome to the IABC Ottawa podcast, The Voice. Ottawa is one of the International Association of Business Communicators' largest chapters in the world, and we are pleased to bring you a podcast that covers everything from marketing, strategy, social media, crisis comms, public affairs, and whatever else is relevant to communicators. I'm your host, Sherry Ask. Hello, and welcome to IABC Ottawa The Voice, episode 126 Self Care for Your Career, How to Set Goals and Keep Growing. Welcome, everyone, to 2021. And I want to start by saying it's actually the new year that is part of what inspired the theme for this month's episode. And that is because it's the time of year when many of us might be reflecting on where we're at where we'd like to be, maybe setting some New Year's resolutions. So personally, I have never been a huge fan of New Year's resolutions because I don't like the pressure, but I am definitely feeling that after the past year, things in my life are a little bit out of whack right now. And I imagine many of you might be feeling that as well because our routines have changed or our habits have changed. Maybe our work hours, maybe our values, whatever it is. So this seemed like a great time to reflect on some career resolutions. Not necessarily to put more on our plates or to put more pressure on ourselves, but to find a way to channel some order into our work life at a time when things may seem a little bit out of control. So, to help provide some practical advice for setting career goals, I'm joined by Benoit LaPlante. Benoit is an IABC member and mentor. He is also the Global Communications and Marketing Director at the management consulting firm CPCS, and he's here to speak with me uh, about his own goal-setting experience. Ben, thank you for joining me, and welcome to The Voice.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So with the new year starting, um, a lot of people will take this time to start to think about career goals, maybe personal goals as well. How do you approach setting goals uh, and making them this time of year?
1: Uh, Sherry, it's quite simple. Um, I I believe in keeping things very, very simple. And so I just, like probably mostly everyone, I organize myself uh, around three, three streams or three set of goals. Uh, the first one I'd say would be the more professional tactical goals. And the other one, the second one would be slow and steady ones, which w- would likely be around longer, longer objectives. Like for example, I'm currently enrolled in the uh, part-time MBA. And so that would be my slow and steady goal. And But I, I also have my personal goal and which I, I sort of like, tie all this together into a a vision board so connecting my professional my slow and steady one and and my personal goals all together in one vision board
0: do you take any steps to hold yourself accountable I mean I imagine having a vision board and just you know taking the time to make these goals would help but uh, is there anything else you do to try and make sure throughout the year that you're you're on track
1: Yes, uh, funny enough, right? We're talking right now, it's year end and what I do usually every year is I, I spend roughly half a day or almost a full day just scheduling everything in my in my calendar. And so that way I don't I, I prefer to be uh, proactive with my schedule and not be reacting to either events or situations. And so in my calendar, I book everything from what I know at this point. What will be uh, school or events coming up or even time that I need to set aside to complete a personal project. And so that way, I really prioritize my time and I take time to accomplish deep work.
0: Now, have you ever considered in addition to that, uh, career coaching, or uh, maybe when you were younger, getting a mentor uh, to help with your career objectives?
1: Absolutely. Um, It it really came in later in my career. I I wasn't really exposed to mentors or mentorship early in my career, but it happened probably like six or seven years ago. I had lost a job, my job, and then I was introduced to a career coach. And together we, we reviewed my resume and we talked about what really makes me tick or really what really sparks joy in my professional life and so that was really uh, helpful in defining in defining what i like and what i want to uh thrive for or strive for and that led me to you know have a deep assessment of of what i like to do and this is what i'm doing today thanks to that that career coach who took the time to listen and really helped me walk through my own thoughts as well. So I would definitely say that coaching or even getting a mentor, which just make sure that we're clear, uh, coaching and mentorship are two different things, uh, but they do have uh, great benefits.
0: Yeah, I love that you say that. Um, I I think for me, sometimes uh, when I think about career goals or whatever, it can seem like a grind. I know whenever my work has personal assessments come up or whatever, it's like, oh, really, like we have to do this again. But when you look at it from that perspective, sort of what what sparks joy, um, that brings a new angle to it. It's more about, you know, finding what you truly love instead of chasing things sort of for the wrong reasons. So that's such a great point
1: yeah and and sherry i think you, to, to your point i think for me it's important to emphasize you know as we talk about careers, setting career goals um whatever sparks door or whatever motivates you i i think it's something that early on in our career we sometimes don't think about because we're on autopilot or we want to get done with our studies and and so i was also part of that on that track years ago but i realize it as i get more experience uh and gain more knowledge that it, it really matters that spending so much time at work doing, uh, you know, as you say, the grind, uh, it's not something that's fulfilling and fun. And so uh, really whatever sparks joy, I think it's, it's, it's not always easy. I must admit, um, you know, sometimes we get the, we, or we have constraints, but uh, chasing that, that goal, I think it's a very important reminder for everyone today.
0: Yeah, at any stage in the career, I think, early or or later on, sometimes you need that reminder. I do want to mention, since we're talking about career coaching and mentorship programs, um, some people looking for help advancing their career may be interested in IABC Ottawa's Members Connect program, which is a mentorship program that pairs communications professionals with early career and mid-level professionals. So that they can learn from each other so we have a program like that that exists and ben this is a program that you've participated in as a mentor i think for the last two years is that that correct
1: exactly yes correct yeah
0: so what made you sign up for that originally you gave an example where you were um i guess the student but in this program what made you sign up to be a mentor and what were you looking for
1: well, first, I've always been fortunate to have a good boss, good bosses or even great mentors um, over the last few years. And so I thought I would give back to, to the, this program. Um, but what really led to this program is me being a volunteer for IBC Ottawa for a, a couple of years uh, now. And at the time, I was at a good point in my career, and I wanted to give back uh, because I, I've been given great advice and great support and, and that really helped me, again, uh, defining or like understanding what really motivates me and what sparks story. And so I wanted to give that back. And I ended up having uh, being a mentor for two IABC members since.
0: And what would you say are the benefits of that kind of formal program are as opposed to maybe just, uh, you know, setting goals on your own?
1: Yes, there are many benefits to mentorship. Uh, I can certainly speak from a mentor point of view. Um, for me, it, it really has been learning how to even adapt to different individuals. And so I've had a student, but I also had someone who was a professional. And so I don't have all the answers um, and I don't pretend to have them at all either. And so just learning their stories and being able to listen and being really in active mode listening. For me, that was probably the best, best lesson or best learning experience throughout the process. And then after, you know, if if you look at it from a mentee point of view, for some, it's really about, again, perhaps networking or for some, it's really defining what really makes them, you know, are they really enjoying what they're doing? Are they in the in the right field? Or maybe they want to do they want they want to explore a different career. And so there's different benefits, and it's really uh, unique to everyone.
0: Yeah, I think the important takeaway for people is you know it sounds like this is the kind of thing that can benefit you if you're a senior career professional. You know, you're 20 years into your career, or you're just starting out, or five or six years in. It it really seems that there's something to be gained from it.
1: Yes, and the and to, to build on what you just said, Cherry, I would say, both both individual the mentee and the mentor they really have to go in into into a, this sort of program with a genuine interest in, in learning, but also being vulnerable, uh, because you know as you, as a mentee you're certainly opening up, you're probably having you're struggling perhaps with ABC or you you don't know about ABC. And when I say ABC, that's just an example of you don't know about XYZ. But uh, yeah, going in with a genuine interest of listening and learning about the other person, but also being vulnerable, being opening up to to hear someone's story, and not only rely on status level based on titles.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's a good segue because speaking of vulnerability, I did want to ask you uh, because there is a pandemic going on, and twenty twenty one is still uncertain. Are you doing anything differently as you set goals this year? Uh, I I think because everybody's lives have changed so much, continue to change. I know I personally am trying to take it easier on myself. Um, Recognizing that despite best efforts, sometimes things don't quite go as planned. Um, Is there anything you've been doing or or changed slightly maybe as as you look at your goals or plan ahead?
1: Yes, I've certainly realized probably like most of us that, uh, working from home and being isolated, uh, I've, I've decided to to really focus on micro habits. And what I mean by that is, you know, having spent most of my day after a few weeks, ap- after spending most of my day on screen and having video calls, I decided to just join a friend of mine and block my time off from noon to one and just do a bit of workout. Um, and so that that time of day, is very precious. And so it started, you know, a few a few days I did skip, but after a few days or weeks, it started to become a habit. And so now I really, really take time to just set time aside for working out, even if it's at home, because it really helps, uh, helps me get back into the, a state of flow and just, you know, being really focused because when you're by yourself at home or you're constantly on video calls, it's a different type of, of experience. So micro habits for me, have been, and this is one of them uh, as, as done wonders.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's such a good way to approach something in the sense that we often think of goals as getting to point, from point A to point B, right? And you achieve a goal when you get to B. But if you think of it like a micro habit, and you're just setting up or making something routine. So you you do something every day, those small steps add up and, and make a difference, sort of a different way to look at it. So yeah, I find that a lot more manageable, actually. Thanks for bringing that up.
1: And it is it is Sherry. And I, I probably I would I'd like to maybe share that I, I personally don't believe that all goals or objectives have to be smart, like, you know, s- specific, measurable, you know, the acronym smart. Yeah, And so it's applicable in some instances, but I, sometimes I think personally, uh, our lives are already managed, you know, heavily. So I think for me, a micro habit is sort of like a way of telling me that this need to be smart or like measurable and specific.
0: Yeah. No, I think that makes, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Thank you so much, Ben. I think you've given all of our members and listeners a lot to think about, um, some really solid advice to make sure they're on the right track um, and to make sure that they're doing things that spark joy. So thanks for taking the time to speak with us.
1: Thank you very much. I really enjoyed talking with you, Sherry.
0: That was Benoit LaPlante, an IABC Ottawa member and mentor with the chapter's Members Connect program. If anyone listening is interested in applying for that program, whether as a potential mentor or mentee, the deadline to do so is January 15th, and you can find all of the information you need on our website, ottawa.iabc.com. Again, that's ottawa.iabc.com. And now it's time for the lightning round. This is the part of the show where we feature an IABC Ottawa member or volunteer and ask them to answer a set of rapid fire questions about their career interests, life interests, all of that good stuff. And this month, I am thrilled to introduce you to Melissa Addy, who is the IABC Ottawa Volunteer of the Month for December. Melissa, thank you for joining us. Welcome to The Voice. It's a pleasure to be here, Sherry. So before we start, tell us a bit about what you do, both as a day job, but also how you came to find IABC Ottawa.
2: Absolutely. Uh, Right now, I work at a Crown Corporation in Ottawa as a brand marketing officer for a graphic design studio. I help clients present their content in a way that's easy for audiences to consume information while staying visually connected to our brand. Uh, Well, I'm not working. I spend my time. uh, I love to cook. I like to exercise, uh, read books or podcasts. Um, Recently, I joined IABC Ottawa as a volunteer uh, with a focus on leadership development i reach out to other volunteer members to make sure that they're getting the most out of their volunteer experience and uh keep them engaged recently. I organized a um a virtual volunteer appreciation night with my uh fellow uh ottawa i a b c ottawa member um lauren Dotty, which was a lot of fun and because it was of course a virtual environment i I just uh i I really had fun especially around this uh, around Christmas, really bringing that energy to uh, to the virtual environment.
0: Yes, and I can say as someone who attended that uh, <laughs> online event, it was amazing. Uh, Melissa came up with a zoom scavenger hunt, which was the first time I've ever done that. Melissa, I loved that idea <laughs> um and it, it definitely was a super fun way to connect and trivia too we did we did trivia too so. Well, let's let's get into it. Are you ready for this month's questions? I am okay. What do you appreciate the most about the IABC community?
2: A few things. I appreciate the spirit of community. It's a place where I feel that my thoughts are valued, and um, it's a, really a shared expertise among communication professionals, such as the. Um, monthly meetups that we have, uh, and other events. Uh, One of my favorite virtual events recently was given by uh, Tara LaPointe, um, Developing Your Leadership Style, which was uh, really engaging. I had an opportunity to contribute, and and Tara was amazing uh, with her, providing her uh, knowledge and leadership. And lastly, uh, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, Kayla, Isabel, who is the um, IBC Ottawa president, and she was actually my mentor through the uh, Members Connect program, which I highly recommend. Uh, Having someone to listen to and provide their thought leadership into our conversations really pushed me out of my comfort zone and um, allowed me to focus on my own um, aspirations for, for this year.
0: That is wonderful. That is also such a good tie in because we actually are talking um, a bit about the Members Connect program in this episode. So just just perfect timing. Um, what quality do you value the most in colleagues or managers?
2: Uh, Leadership, but more importantly for me this year, I really value and the encouragement and promotion of self-care. I myself have been learning to practice this more and more, especially with this year, so that I could be my best self for those around me. Um, This year, of course, is especially hard for most people, and I think it really highlighted the importance of Good communication skills, and really building, building and nurturing those relationships to really what matters uh, most at, both at work and at home, um, and especially a virtual environment as well. It's it's especially important, I think.
0: Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Uh, I think self care matters all the time, but in virtual, in virtual world, it it just it takes on that added importance. What would your dream job be, Melissa, if you weren't working in communications?
2: Well, I once wanted to be a professional golfer <laughs> so I could travel the world. Um, I would practice hitting golf balls uh, that I found on the side of the road. Um, we lived near on a go- golf course at that time into our backyard. Um, failing this, I, <laughs> I feel like I'm exactly where I need to be at this moment. Um, I feel that uh, for me personally, whatever job that I get into, I really try and, and be in the moment while still being curious. So I continue to learn and grow in my communications
0: field. Okay. That is a wonderful answer um, on so <laughs> many levels. I love this question because I'm always so surprised by what people come back with. But Do you actually golf as a hobby? Is that in addition to cooking and reading? Do, do you golf at all? Or
2: I do. I golf recreationally. Okay. Well,
0: I, 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 loved your answer. Um, but if you ever need to go into a golfing career, I think we would cheer you on 100%. We clap, <laughs> clap politely from the sidelines. Oh, thank you. Um, what is your go-to piece of advice for comms professionals? I would
2: say to, um, just to echo what I had mentioned last time, just to be, stay curious and continue to learn and grow. Um, Mostly, most importantly is listen. Um, I feel like I get a lot of, a lot of information just by listening to someone um, so I can provide a better response and respond to what I need to do.
0: Okay. Yeah. And lastly, name one thing that's been helping you get through the pandemic.
2: Oh, um, I would say, uh, apart from uh, maybe junk food and (laughs) wine, I would say that um, really, uh, really prioritizing, you know, uh, with my self care, of course, and uh, focusing on my the space on where I work as well, I feel, you know, because we are in this living space in our virtual environment. I feel like my home is my office, as well as my creative space and living space. So really try to take, uh, take a look at, you know, make sure that I'm uh, moving spaces and always being in the, the perfect environment so I, I can set up to, uh, to work.
0: Yeah, do you have like a carved out office space at home? Are you able to have that?
2: Yes, I'm fortunate that enough that I do have a space. Um, although there are two little children running around here at times, so I, I do find that a bit of a challenge. But uh, it's you know what, it's been a real learning experience for me, and I, I I can say that I have
0: enjoyed it. Oh, good, good. Well, Melissa, I I don't think you're alone in that. Um, uh, thank you so much uh, for for sharing your thoughts with us on this and uh, best of luck uh, going into the new year.
2: Thank you, you yourself too. Thanks, Sherry.
0: That's it for this episode of the IABC Ottawa podcast, The Voice, episode 126. Thank you for listening. If you like this episode, please share it and send us a review or feedback. You can reach IABC Ottawa on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Our handle is at IABC Ottawa. You can also check out our website, ottawa.iabc.com, for info on all of our Ottawa networks professional development events, future meetups, and more. It's a great site, and it has just been relaunched, so you should definitely go check it out. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the IABC Ottawa newsletter while you're there. There is a lot happening this year digitally, and you don't want to miss it. I'm your host, Sherry Ask, and until next time, let the music play.